Hey, you guys. So just real quick, while you're listening to this podcast, I want you guys to understand that I'm going to be as transparent as possible about myself, my life, my situations, what I view in the world. And I just encourage you to also be transparent in your thoughts and in your daily life. Um, It seems as though transparency has took a back seat in 2019. And I encourage you to be transparent in your life to others, to yourself. Sometimes it's hard and difficult to be transparent. I get it. But transparency, I believe, is what we need to be able to have a better life and better relationships with each other. So just note that when you're listening to this, I'm going to force you to be transparent as I will be with you. I'm 33, and growing up, it was drilled into our heads. You gotta go to college if you want a middle-class job. And we even tell kids today, look, if you don't go to college, you might as well get a face tattoo. And then they point to Post Malone, and we're like, okay, that's one guy. He's a very popular musician. (laughs) But it's true, two-thirds of all jobs in America require at least some college. This is the standard now. And that wasn't the case when most members of this committee were in school. And you paid far less for your degrees. That's not speculation. We looked up where the 60 members of this committee went to college and what your school's tuition was at that time. Even adjusting for inflation, college cost way less across the board. Chairwoman Maxine Waters, your tuition at Cal State LA in 1971 was the equivalent of about $1,000 a year. Today, Cal State costs well over six grand. That's more than a 500% jump. Congressman King, right? In 1965, Congressman King paid the equivalent of almost 10 grand a year at St. Francis College. Today, St. Francis costs over 25 grand. On average, this entire committee graduated from college 33 years ago and paid an inflation-adjusted tuition of $11,690 a year. Today, the average tuition at all of your same schools is almost $25,000. That's a 110% increase over a period of time when wages have gone up only 16%. So people aren't making more money, and college is objectively way more expensive. And yet many borrowers are still treated like deadbeats because the government has put their financial futures in the hands of predatory for-profit loan servicing companies. So that was Hasan Minaj. He did, um, he um, was at the Senate floor and he was talking about student loans and the debts and how it's crippling our, our culture. And so that's what we're talking about today. The biggest crooks, in my opinion, in American society and that's these goddamn student loans. Hey, y'all, welcome to Daryl's Daring Thoughts. <laughs> so I know, like the rest of you, student loans is just killing you. And hopefully you're on some type of deferment or you making a small payment or, you know, you getting paid cash or you ain't got to worry about the ass, whatever, kudos to you. But for a lot of us, student loans is just really... It's it's terrorizing. It's it's really scary. Like a lot of people are really 
in turmoil in turmoil because they just cannot survive paying their student loans and on top of just living and just trying to survive and it's really it's 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 really sad and i know that student loan debt is a really big thing in this next election a lot of the candidates are talking about student loan debt forgiveness and you know, there are different platforms. And I'm going to get into that. But I did want to kind of just talk about briefly how student loans is really a problematic situation in this country. Um, but again, Hassan uh, Minaj, his Netflix series, series, I think everyone should try to go check that out. It's called The Patriot Act. And you'll see where he's coming from. He's a comment he's a social commentator a political commentator but he's also a comedian so it is very it's funny i mean it's you it's it's entertaining it makes you think he's talking about things that normal that normally you probably wouldn't even give give a damn about but he does it in a very creative way that is intriguing and is it's it makes you think and by the end of his series you're like wait a minute did he just tell me some some things that I need to listen to and pay attention to. Yes, he did. So I encourage you guys to check that out when you get a chance. Um, so what's what's interesting to me is that the United States is ranked seventh seventeenth when it comes to education. But we spend fifty nine billion on public ed- education. Fifty nine billion fifty nine billion dollars was spent in 2016 on public education but we're ranked number 17th in education so i'm trying to figure out how the hell we spending all this money on education but we dumb as hell so are we dumb and that's why we spending so much money because we stupid and don't understand what the problem is or or do we need to spend more money so we can climb up? I'm a little confused on these numbers that are coming out because it just basically tells me that we dumb as hell. Stupid as fuck. However you want to say it. But it's just kind of it's kind of crazy that we're spending and we're spending more than anybody else on education. But we dumber than everybody else. So that there's a disconnect there yeah 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 i think y'all would agree with me there's a disconnect and it's also crazy how where is this damn money because i went to public school my entire life i went to public schools and i don't understand where's these billions of dollars because i didn't have air conditioning in my school and so i'm trying to figure out if y'all spent all this like where is this money going I have concerns. I have questions. But who do I ask the questions because it seems like y'all too damn dumb to understand them if you're spending all that money on education when, and, and not getting any the rewards for it. I'm sorry. I, that's just, I just had to say that because I'm confused. So with us being ranked number 17th and being stupid, so we've already clarified that, that we're stupid. And the next thing I wanted to kind of talk about was with this current administration, it seems as though in my mind that they really want to try to get out of the whole um, putting money into public education. It seems like they really want to get into the private school factor and just 
letting private schools thrive, which is uh, uh, for the for the people who are who live in low income low income communities. You know, there's not a private school in every corner like there is, you know, a liquor store or a church or a barber shop. You know, you probably gonna have to travel to get to that private school. And then private schools are expensive. So my question to this current administration, are you talking about putting that money into private schools and allowing people in the low income communities to get to those schools or are you just wanting to just shit on them like you've shit on them for everything else and have them figure out how to invest in their education it's really it's really disheartening to hear programs being taken out of schools and not too long ago it was like I think it was a couple of years ago they were having celebrities were having to get together to do ads about bringing music back into schools. And I know like the arts are being taken out of schools and things that you may think your child, these kids don't need, but they actually do. Because I'm sorry, the square root of nothing has helped me in life. So the arts has really been my friend and has helped me <laughs> succeed. So I, you know, that's one thing that they're doing. They're taking things out of the public school. They're, you know, not the lunches are gross. It's just like they're, re- I don't understand. Wh- where is this 59 billion? Where is this goddamn money that they're talking about that they're spending? Because I don't see it in none of these schools. I think I know where this money is going. It's going to their motherfucking pockets. But I digress on that one. But the lady that's currently over the education system is named Bessie DeVos. She is probably one of the dumbest ass people I ever met in my life. She has no education background, but she's a billionaire. Her estate is worth $5 billion. Her net worth is $5 billion. And she is pro-mass spending cuts in public education. Not too long ago, she was under the fire because she wanted to do this mass spending cut on on, on the Special Olympics. And take funding out of the special olympics her her goal it seems like since she's been in this um position it seems like she's just focused on cutting every damn thing she just wants to she wants to find ways to cut everything she wants to we need to cut things so we can stop spending so much how about your five billion damn net worth how about you don't get paid how about we cut your goddamn check because you're getting paid on top of the fact that you have that you your family has been rich and you have yachts and shit, and you don't even know anything about the public school systems, and she's from Detroit. She's from Detroit, and she was asked, have you visited any of the schools in Detroit? She said no. So how can you be over the education of every single child in America, and you don't go to these schools? You don't see what they need. She even asked a teacher, it was a video of her asking a teacher, where do you get your school supplies? And that teacher said, bitch, I buy them myself. And that's what teachers do. Teacher, teachers are already don't get paid shit. I know the new governor just implemented um, a new law to increase um, teachers, teacher salaries to 40000 a year. And I was like, that's it? I didn't know that that's all they was making. And that's why you can't, you can't find one teacher where their only whole source of income is just teaching. If they are, they lying and they doing some fraudulent shit and they just don't want to tell you. Because there ain't no teacher out here just teaching. Never. You ain't going to find them. 
And what's sad about it is that we use teachers for everything. We use teachers to parent our we use teachers to parent our kids. We use teachers to educate the kid. Teachers breaking up fights, getting their damn head busted in. And teachers are counselors. Teachers are therapists. Teachers are everything to kids, but yet they only making maybe now forty thousand a year. No, ain't I, I don't know where you live, but in Illinois you ain't living off no forty thousand dollars a year. You're not. But y'all invested fifty nine billion. What the what where, where the hell? Where is Carmen San Diego? Because I don't know where the hell that fifty nine fifty nine billion dollars is. So my thing with Bessie DeVos is you have somebody that's over this public school system who doesn't know what she's doing. She's never been to a public school in her life. She's rich. So when you have someone who doesn't understand the struggles of a parent getting their child to school, you know, some parents in these low-income poverty communities have to you know, lie and say they live somewhere else just so they can try to get their child not to go to that school that they know is bad for their kid. So they using somebody else's address, which is illegal. And your parent can go to jail for that, which we have seen. Um, There's currently a woman serving five years for that, for lying about where she lived just so her child can go to a better school. So we see these things are happening, but you're wanting to cut more funding from them. What the hell are you cutting? Because they're already not getting anything. So I have a serious problem with her. And $1.5 trillion of students is one point. Okay, let me rephrase this. So we have a, a deficit in this country. We have a really large deficit. Out of that deficit, $1.5 trillion of it is student loan debt. So all of us that own that that have student loan debts, I have them. I think I owe, I, I think I owe ninety that ninety thousand dollars in student loan debts, and they can they can shove that shit because they're not gonna get it. Um, like like okay, whatever. Like you can you can email me, you can send me all the letters you want to send me. I'm going to keep forwarding that letter back to you and say take this shit and you know what to do with it because I don't have it. I don't have, I don't know where you're going to get this $90,000 from at all. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't have, my, my parents didn't set up a trust fund or a college, you know, tuition, uh, um, a, a, an account for me to for college. I literally went to college with nothing. I started college with nothing. And I went to Alabama a University. Shout out to my HBCU. I left there. I actually went to be a student. I actually wanted to be a teacher. But when I went to my first curriculum, my first student teaching thing, and I saw them badass kids, I said, nope. So I changed my major. So, yeah, that's what part of that $90,000 is. It's for me not even using the damn thing that I went to school for to begin with. But $1.5 trillion is in student loan debt. One in four people are either in default or struggling to try to stay current with student loans. And then what kills me about student loan debt is I don't understand why I have to pay you back more than what I got from you. I just, I don't, when I tell you I don't get that, 
it's a it's it's a damn student loan debt. I'm using it for school. It's not like I went and bought a car and got a car loan. You know I'm going to use this car. I'm going to put mileage on this car. There's no guarantee I'm going to use this degree I'm going to school for at all. So you still at the end of the day want me to pay you back that plus interest. And the interest don't stop. It goes every day. And I just don't understand like how these are crooks. This this is how the mob works. This is nothing but a whole mob situation. I truly think, you know, fuck, fuck Sally Mae, fuck Navinette, fuck all y'all asses because y'all are nothing but some some crooks. Because I still don't understand if I'm on a, even if you're on a deferment because you can't afford it. That doesn't stop your interest. That just says, okay, you ain't got to pay us. They happy about that. That's fine. You ain't got to pay us. Because your interest is going to keep um, accruing. And it's just really, I don't think that it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I think it's still, it it, it really affects a lot of the, it affects a lot of people, but it's really damaging to the, um, to a lot of people of color who already had struggles even getting into goddamn school. And it seems like the only thing we could get was, um, we could we could we couldn't even get approved for loans. We you know, um my mother my mother said she couldn't even get a loan to go to college. And that's the only reason why she didn't go. And it seemed like it still worked out for her because now your ass ain't got she ain't got no debt. Wish they didn't approve my ass. Cause I would have just, you know, did some trade, some trade, learned some trade or something. I would have found another way. Wish they would have not gave given me a loan. It's just ridiculous out in these streets, y'all. But like I said, the penalties, like there are the penalties if you're if you default on the loan, if you if you decided to do some type of forgiveness program to where you have to pay your loans. And hey, if you consistent for two years in a row and you don't miss not one payment, we'll pay it off. Now, you know, damn well, in two years, somebody is some life, life, life happens and you may miss one payment. So now. You're no longer a part of that forgiveness program. You got to start all over, even if they accept your application again. Well, bitch, let me, let, let, first of all, life happens. We all experience it. So I don't understand how you honestly think someone is going to possibly not miss a payment. Anything can happen. Again, they some damn crooks. Um, I, In my episode before this, I was talking about um homelessness and homelessness in Chicago and you know, how there are various reasons why people are homeless that we need to be aware of. And in this country, 14% of homeless of homeless people are homeless because of their not being able to pay their student loans. That's in this country, 14% of them that are homeless. Can you honestly imagine that you're homeless because you can't pay for a degree that you can't even use? So I'm homeless because I wanted to further my education. I don't have a roof over my head because I want to further my education. And now you're down my throat about it. People who are homeless, I'm so sorry to hear that. But you, what you need to do is you need to go ahead and get your job. Tell the motherfuckers to fuck themselves. Go on deferment. Do what you got to do to get your life back in order. Because you shouldn't be homeless for that. 
I, I, I mean, I know people who, who literally cry trying to figure out, like, they are afraid of these student loans. They're afraid of their checks getting garnished. They're afraid of this. I'm not afraid of them because I send them back their letter and tell them where to go. I'll pay you $50 a month for the rest of my life. That's all you're getting from me. I don't give a damn if I'm 110 years old. You're going to get $50 a month for the rest of my life. And that's all you're getting. You're not getting my whole damn check. And I truly think that what we need to do is um, with these political candidates that are coming out with their different platforms and the different things that they're talking about with student loans, I think that they need to not only, you know, some of them are trying to do these forgiveness programs and, you know, um, erase student loan debt and this and this and this. I think, in my opinion, I think the student loans need to invest in your education. If you want me to pay this back, when I graduate, I send you the information showing I'll graduate or in your last stage of your senior year or whatever it is, I think those student loan companies need to partner with businesses and say, hey, this person is graduating with this degree. Here they go. Get them a job. I feel like the student loan companies should be supporting you getting you a job in the field that you're getting your degree in so they can get paid. Because, yes, I have $90,000 in student debt and maybe I have graduated with uh, a degree in biology, but I'm working at Starbucks because I couldn't find a degree. So because of what I graduated with, you think I'm going to pay you $3,000 a month in my student loans? You lost your mind. Fuck out of here. Like, they just called me. Like, I, you know, I, I was trying to be nice. I told them, you know, I got a new job. I got a good little coin coming in. And they're going to turn around and say, okay, well, how much you making? I lied because I'm not going to tell you exactly how much I'm making because you're going to be ridiculous in this amount that you want me to pay every month. And even me lying. And then they ask for all my expenses. I added some expenses. On top of that, they still turned around and said, okay, so with our calculations, we see that you could pay $1,600 a month in your student loans. I said, you, what for calculations you doing? Because by my calculation, I can give you seventy five dollars that's what you're getting from me i don't know what calculations you did but i 1600 well bitch well so i don't know i i don't know what she did she said well it we you can't accept you we we can't accept you can't accept that you have no choice you you have no choice this is what you're going to get because i have life life you know that is the thing that you got going on in your life it's called life life happens so this is what you're getting now, if I get, you know, if I start making a hundred plus thousand dollars, a hundred, like a hundred twenty k a year, I'll up it to two hundred a month. But right now, you're getting seventy five dollars. And she was silent, and I expected her to be, but this is what you're getting. So, just real quick, you guys, I wanted to talk to you about, but that's just how I feel. The college, the 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 student loan companies, they should partner with businesses to get us jobs. Or we should at least show them, hey, these are the jobs I applied to. It's kind of like when you are on, um, when you're getting unemployment. And sometimes when you get unemployment, you have to show them jobs you applied to or things you do. I feel like the student loans should do that. Like, hey, you know, we'll we'll postpone all this. If we'll postpone, you know, your penalties and the 
interest rate and all this stuff. If we see that you've been on all these job interviews or that you applied to all these jobs and you're just not getting hired, I think that they should, because it's the, that helps, that helps everybody. If y'all working on y'all end to give me the job that, that to pay y'all, then I'm going to be happy and you guys will get your money. But you're not going to come after me and take my whole entire paycheck. What, what am I supposed to do? Oh, so you want me to work just to pay you? Fuck out of here. N- nope. Not happening. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about um, is something I researched. I wanted to research um, and give you guys some information on some of the political candidates. And some of the things that they wanted to talk about was student loan debts. Because... You know, I think the candidates have realized that the millennials are the future, which I don't know what took y'all so goddamn long to understand we're the future, but we're here. Hey, you know, been here, been here for a while, been here about 30 years. And it's not all about the baby boomers anymore. You know, everything that's happening, we are going to inherit. We are going to inherit this damn pollution and how the environment is happening we are the ones who are not going to get no damn social security check i'm paying into something that i'm not even going to be able to get and you know they they understand that student loan debt is really affecting us and so a lot of these candidates are now you know they come out and they have their little spiels about what they want to do about student loans i think the most vocal person I think started this whole thing was Bernie Sanders. Um, he is he is talking about erasing student loan debt. He wants to erase it. I, it ain't going to happen, so I'm not excited. It ain't going to happen. I'm not shouting. It's not going to happen because there's no way you can erase student loan debt. I don't think it can happen. But Joe Biden, for instance, he, he's been working, um, he was, okay, if y'all remember who Joe Biden is, he was the vice president for Barack Obama. So he is a, he does, he favors loan forgiveness. He doesn't favor erasing student debt at all, at, at um, all the way, but he is in favor of loan forgiveness. And if you are at a certain um income class with taking away some of your student debt but he's not for the whole total loan forgiveness and the people that I really wanted to talk about were um what is her name Elizabeth Warren now Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris actually they want they feel as though if your household income is under $100,000 they want to at least erase $50,000 of your student loan debt. Now, I'm for for erasing at least $50,000. They still going to get $75 a month, but I am for, you knocking half. I can do, you can get rid of half. So some, um, I want you guys to look into that too. If you feel as though that, you know, student loan debts is really crippling you and crippling your family. I think you should probably look into the people who are running for president and their ideas on it. I know um, Julian, Julian Castro, who's actually running for president, he wants to expand the Pell Grant and the money that the government 
gives to people for the Pell Grant. I don't know if you were, I was fortunate enough to get some money for the Pell Grant when I went to college. And, but it's not a lot. They don't give you a lot. They probably give you like $3,000 or something like that, roughly around, I don't know what it is now, but he wants to increase it to $10,000 a year. So basically he sees it as though if you get more money from the government, then the less loans you have to take out and that would take away student loan debt. So he wants to do that going forward. I think everyone else is kind of focusing on the people who are in debt now. I mean, that's great for the future, but I think right now a lot of people are trying to focus on the people who have issues right now. Um, actually, let me um, correct myself. Um, Senator Kamala Harris actually wants to cancel up to $20,000 in student debt for borrowers who received, um, who um, don't receive a Pell Grant. So if you didn't receive a Pell Grant, you didn't get any of that, you had to take out student loans. She wants to cancel at least $20,000 of your debt. That's cute. I don't see anything else. I know, like I said, Bernie Sanders said what he said. He wants to cancel everything. I know um, Beto, Beto O'Rourke, who's also running for president, and he wants to, he has a whole plan for student loan debt, and it also includes public school educators and increasing their salaries by $30,000. So he wants to increase their salaries for public uh, public school teachers and for... Uh, teachers who have worked in public schools for less than five years would have their student loans payments suspended while they continue to teach and have their loan balance forgiven by 20% for each year of their service as a, as a public school teacher. So I like that. I, it helps, you know, more people. We, we need more teachers. and edu- We need more teachers. So it helps people who are teachers because they already don't make a lot of money. It helps them, you know, cut off their student loans and suspend them. And then he takes 20% of that away. So just look into these, um, look into these candidates and... Oh, here, here's the one about Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders plans, plans to pay... For, I'm sorry, he plans to pay for the plan by cutting all of the debt by $2.2 trillion through a tax that he's going to be putting on the rich and wealthy. So he plans to tax a lot of the rich and wealthy companies that aren't paying any type of taxes. And he said with that money, he can use $2.2 trillion to cut, eliminate student loan debt and all. Look, if Uncle Bernie can promise me that he can eliminate student loan debt, he will get my vote. I don't think it's going to happen because a lot of things come in factor with that, with Congress and them passing the bills and yada, yada, yada. But I think that what I appreciate is these politicians are understanding that student loan debt is a real major issue in this country. And it's crippling a lot of people from being great. I mean, hell, you can honestly have went to school and study and then get to that job and realize this is not what you want to do. But now you're stuck there because you have to pay your student loans. Or, you know, I know people who have not gone back to work at a nine to five and have just been Uber drivers or have just been doing, you know, side work because they know as soon as they go back to work, 
their checks are automatically going to get garnished because of their student loans that they um owe. And who, no one should be living like that. No one should live like that. And let me see how I'm doing closing. I'm going to close out with you guys and just letting you know, oh, I mentioned this already, that 40%, yep, 40% of people are not working. 96 out of 70,000 have loans. Okay, okay, this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about real quick. So the student loan forgiveness program right now is under scrutiny. 70,000 applications have happened for the forgiveness program that's through the government. But out of those 70,000 applications, only 96 were approved. Only 96 applications were approved. So they tried to come back and say, well, they weren't approved because 53, 53% of the applications that qualifying payments or what they can pay, basically the amount that they wanted you to pay a month, you still couldn't afford to pay it. So they said you're not qualified to be a part of this program. And it was a whole bunch of bullshit that they're that they were talking about. But I will say that it's being investigated because they do um, they did come across and see that a lot of people of color, their applications were being denied. A lot of low income families, their applications were being denied. I don't understand how people low income family members are being denied. That's what the hell that's who the hell needs the forgiveness. But you're approving rich people. Mm, interesting. So I'm going to close on this topic about student loans because it's starting to make me itch. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics, any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O, D-A-R-E, S you darrow dares you at gmail.com send me an email but i have to start end it how i started it where the fuck is this 59 billion dollars see y'all next time